Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. On this episode of Focus, I want to talk about the word photographer and what the word photographer means and, I suppose, the things that are you know, all around the words when someone hears the word, I'm a photographer or they're a photographer, what does that mean and kind of break it down a little bit to probably understand a few things. And it, I suppose the, my thought about this came from some discussions in a couple of groups where people were talking about saying, oh, I can't enter that because I'm only an amateur I'm not a professional. And it was kind of like people were undervaluing their skill set as a photographer because they were alluding that only professional photographers were worthy to enter competitions and things that you like because they were professional. I'll start off by telling a little story which I've told, you know, I've told it a couple of times, I think, on this podcast and other podcasts I've been involved with about something I used to run many years ago called Photo Cafe. And Photo Cafe was a social night out for photographers where we'd organise it at a coffee shop and the coffee shop was a themed photography coffee shop. It was called Shutter and Brew. What we used to do was, um, you know, it was a bit of a get-together. We'd have a guest speaker come in to talk about, you know, all things photography. But we'd also do other stuff as well. But one of the things that quite often I'd ask at the, you know, especially when we had kind of a new, new crowd of people come along, I'd ask how many... How many photographers are here tonight? And a couple of hands would go up and uh, a lot of the hands would stay down. And then I'd ask, okay, so how many people here take photos? And then, bang, all the hands go up in the air. You know, they all take photos. And it was interesting to me that the people that put their hands up the first time identified themselves as photographers. The people that put their hands up the second time when asked who takes photos put their hands up, but they weren't identifying themselves as photographers and I think that's a challenge for a lot of people who are photographers that they don't actually immediately identify themselves as a photographer. They actually um, put some self-doubt in there by saying, oh, well, I'm only an amateur or I'm only an enthusiast or, or whatever. And I suppose the thing to think about is what the word photographer means. And I think the thing is quite often there's so many things you can put in front of the word photographer. You can you know, have someone, you can put the word good, a good photographer, the word great, a great photographer, you know, um, semi-professional photographer, an amateur photographer, enthusiast photographer, and a pro pho- photographer. And I think for a lot of people, they think that the pro photographer is at the pinnacle. That's the person who has this impeccable skill set, um, who actually knows their way around the camera incredibly well and creates these amazing pictures. And for a lot of the... Um, there's a lot of truth in that, that professional photographers are are all those things and, and possibly more at times, but it's not always, the, not always the exception that sometimes, you know, some people who are professional photographers are very good business people, very good marketing at marketing um, photography and being able to make a living out of it. Their photography obviously has to be to a level where it's acceptable by clients, people paying for it, but they mightn't be the best photographers in the world. So to be a professional photographer 
technically you don't need to be the best photographer in the world to be one. You can be um, an okay photographer um, and you can be a professional photographer. It also means that you can be an amateur photographer but be a great photographer as an amateur photographer. And and we see that all the time. I see that in all the groups. So I've got people, you know, friends who are photographers who are absolutely brilliant at what they do, have this incredible skills to be able to capture stuff and present stuff in such a unique way that really gets you stopped and inspires you, you know, when you see those images. But there seems to be like in the community of photographers, um, there's a lot of, I think, you know, the self-doubt around calling themselves a photographer. And I think, yeah, that's a challenge um, that everyone has to kind of overcome that that barrier of, of calling themselves a photographer. So I think, you know, um, for the most of the people listening to this podcast are going to be photographers, yes, and they're going to have a different different label in front of it. Oh, it might be semi-professional. They might be doing it as a bit of a side gig. Um, it could be professional photographers who, you know, this is the sole way they make their living. So I think you have to break down some of these labels sometimes about you know what goes in front of it because it seems to be like the label in front is putting more emphasis on the what people perceive that photographer to be like by putting the word pro in front of it. It kind of conjures up that that person's going to have these amazing images. And like I said, that's not always the case that they may take great images or you know pretty good images, but then not amazing. Then you'll see an, an, like an enthusiast photographer who will take some amazing images. And again, but it's kind of like when you put the word enthusiast or the word amateur in front of it, it somehow almost cheapens or sometimes devalues the value of that skill set of that particular photographer who created those images. And I think it's an interesting thing to kind of, you know, to talk about because, like I said, recently we're about to kick off and run another session of professional photography awards with the click awards for the canon collective one of asked people about are you going to enter and they go oh no i'm you know i'm I'm only an amateur or i'm only an enthusiast and i think that mindset is something that we can fall into but i think it's something that we really should kind of start questioning ourselves on as photographers start questioning you know what what it what it really means and what type of photographer and and you know where do you sit in the in the scale of things and if you think about it in other like uh, areas of life like say we take you know there's a lot of like in amateur cooks or amateur chefs who prepare amazing meals or bake amazing cakes they're not professional pastry chefs or professional chefs as such they haven't done that training and like a lot of photographers a lot of photographers are actually self-taught and i think sometimes that is a bit of a challenge for people when they're self-taught and they don't actually have like a, a you know a, a trade qualification as such like a piece of paper to say you've successfully you know done a three-year you know a diploma in photography or whatever it, whatever it is that somehow I think people then that kind of devalues their thoughts of themselves as a photographer that they're not thinking that they're kind of worthy of using the term photographer and like I said it flows across into so many different areas in life where you have so many different people doing doing amazing things like cooking and amazing dressmakers. You know, there's people who are just incredibly, you know, they can take a sewing machine, they can take a piece of cloth and they can they can make something from just a piece of cloth and it looks amazing. 
you know, they've stitched it together. It's beautifully stitched. It all looks wonderful. And, you know, but they're not professional dressmakers or professional designers even. These are people who just love doing craft-type stuff and have practised it over and over again and have developed these amazing skills like to be able to, to sew or cook or, or photograph in such a way. So I think that's the thing to remember is that there's so many things in life where there's so many people who are really good at what they do but they don't kind of get, I suppose, caught up in the the challenge of being able to what to call themselves. So, you know, I think this is something that as photographers we all question ourselves about our ability and thinking that we're not worthy or whatever and you know some of the things I can just remember that I can share I can remember like coming seeing award-winning pictures and then seeing that award-winning picture was taken with the exact same camera and lens and setup that I use this is many many years ago and I started thinking well okay so they they've created that image using this equipment um that's the same equipment I've got why couldn't I create an image just as worthy as that if I set my mind to do that? And it's kind of moving past that mind shift of self-doubt, thinking that, oh, my gear's not good enough. Oh, that person, they're shooting with a professional, you know, $20,000 camera and they're using a $20,000 lens and so there's no way I can compete. But the reality of it is a lot of those people who may have that $20,000 body and that $20,000 lens aren't producing images any better than a lot of the amateur enthusiast photographers who love their craft and spend hours and hours you know, perfecting um, their particular area of, of expertise. And you know, we see this, like people will gravitate to something they like. So it might be nature. So they'll gravitate to photographing nature and spending a lot of time out in nature and studying nature and, and learning about the habits and learning about the right times to go there to photograph and you know, then as they build their skills, they they learn how to maybe even introduce some lights and different other things to be able to capture stuff and you know capture amazing images um, in the rainforest and you know of of stuff that people just you know may walk past and not even give a second glance to. So we've got these people who just concentrate you know so much on perfecting that, and they're fantastic photographers. They're really they're really skilled at what they do, and they can you know, deliver something that's uh, amazing. And I think kind of, again, pulling, trying to unstitch um, that word professional photographer and, and detach it from the word professional photographer from the actual abilities of the photographer. The professional part, I think, really lends itself to more to about the money-making side of it, that a professional photographer is someone who, who runs a business. Um, they run a business and they make an income from it and, you know, they call themselves professional photographer because it's that, that's it. But the photography part of it is separated. It's a separate tag altogether. And I think that's where, like I said, it's it's sometimes challenging for people to try and disassociate the two things to actually think about themselves as a photographer and where they sit and what their skill level is. And, you know, the same thing would say, you know, happens with, you know, people who maybe bake these amazing cakes and you go, oh, you, you, you know, that's amazing, you better than I went to a cake shop and I'm, yours tastes so much better and that type of stuff. And the person who works in the cake shop, who you know, the pastry chef who makes the cakes, they're actually doing it obviously as a profession. And sometimes, you know, there's not as much love and um, goes into making something that if you're making a thousand of these things every week, 
obviously you have to get to a point where you can do that. If you're a home, you know, chef or home, you know, baking enthusiast who likes cooking stuff, quite often you'll spend a lot of time perfecting it and getting the detail and, you know, making it very, very detailed and very, very, all, all the steps that you put into it, you've got that time to do it, which is different to like in a commercial sense where time is money. So people sometimes have to um, learn shortcuts and do things that um, allows them to get a result, but allows them to do it within a time frame. And I think that's what the other thing about the tag professional on professional photographer, it's really about getting a result for the customer in a given time frame. So, you know, if someone who's in, you know, enlists the, the services of a person to photograph an event or photograph a, you know, something they're selling, like a, you know, like they're selling a house, so they need to get some pictures of the house, that there's, there's some constraints around it. So the people, the person who's doing that has to get those pictures capture them in a certain time frame and deliver them to the customer so the customer can put them up on the website or you know do whatever they need to do with them in a given time frame and that falls into that professional I think the part of the word professional because a professional will do that so a professional person will be typically um, punctual on time work be able to work to deadlines and say a non-professional photographer may have other constraints because they're doing other they're doing the photography as a as a side thing or they're doing it as a hobby so it might take them much longer to produce the same images to get to um, those results because but they don't have the time constraints pressures on them they're not actually happening to deliver them if you're doing something for yourself it doesn't matter if you complete the task within a day a week a month it's your choice how you progress and how much time you put into it so I think that's one of the things to to kind of rip that kind of label off of professional and think well the professional part really is really applies to the business side of photography not the actual craft of photography not the actual um you know process of actually capturing a picture and 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 doing all those things the other thing too is that some people will look at you know people who who are practicing photography as a profession and look at their images and come to the conclusion that they're not that they're not that great. Like I could shoot that better and make it look more presentable. And for a lot of times that is completely true. There's this you know, I've seen professional photographers work who is it's it's borderline, you know, it's borderline really where it is where it's at. Like it's it's kind of for someone who doesn't know anything about photography looks at it and, and thinks it's okay. And, you know, someone who knows a bit about photography can see all the flaws in there and think, well, that person, the professional part isn't coming across to what how they've done the image or how they've constructed it. It really may come just simply in the fact that they went out, they were contracted to do something, they went out, they got those shots, they had to date, they had to get them, you know, to the client by and they met all those things and the person paid them and that was that part of it. So I think it's really about examining and understanding the word photographer and what it actually means and, like I said, those other words that we can put in front of it. And like I said, there's there's lots of different words you can, like I said, put in front of a lot of different things that can kind of change the meaning of it. So when someone says, you know, this person, oh, they're a, they're a good photographer, so you're, you're immediately thinking, oh, this person's going to have these beautiful sunsets and they're going to have these really nice portraits of people and that type of stuff. And then you hear 
someone might say, oh, this person's a great photographer and you're going to see these amazing, you know, landscapes that are really like stop you in your tracks, um, that type of stuff. So I think, like I said, it depends on how the label's attached, what what the meaning of that label is. But I think for people listening out there is to think about your own your own journey as a photographer and where you're at. And if you're kind of coming from the, you know, you're in that amateur or beginner or enthusiast type um, part of photography, your photography is no is worth no less than a professional photographer. Like your place as a photographer in the world is is as far as I can. This is my opinion that everyone's on an equal footing. Like every photographer in the world is on an equal footing. We all have, you know, the opportunity to be able to do stuff. Um, yes, some people are limited by their locations where they may be able to travel to. They might be limited by the type of gear they use. But as far as being creative and being as best as you can at your particular area of photography that you've chosen, I think, like I said, anyone can rise to these incredibly, be able to produce really high quality images. So I'd say to people out there, if you haven't entered anything in because you're fearing that your photography is not good enough, why not put your toe in the water? Why not just test that theory? Because sometimes it might just be your own self-doubt that's holding you back. It's something that you think it's not worthy, your photographs aren't good enough. Put it to the test, like put it into a competition, particularly like if you're in Australia and you're a part of the Canon Collective, definitely get involved and put something into the Click Awards because the way the images are scored, you'll actually you'll actually see where your image where your image shines, the areas of your image how good they are and the areas maybe where you you, you don't um you need to build your skill sets. So I think it's kind of like I said, it's a good exercise to try and move outside of that area of of kind of getting hung up on the word, you know, pro photographer, professional photographer. Think think about that next time you think about a professional photographer. It's a person who runs a business. Professional photographer is a person who's a business person who practices photography. Photography is their stock in trade. You know, same as like a business person who sells spare parts for something. You know, the inventory in their warehouse is their stock in trade. You know, for a photographer, their stock and trade is the images and the frames that they create with their camera. That's what they're selling. So they're selling those those things. And then, and then like I said, it's no different to any other business. Businesses work or, or fail depending on how they're run. And typically, you know, businesses who are deliver what the customer wants on time, delivers at a fair price, and is typically consistent in the quality. Um, and I think that's the other thing about the word professional photographers, what can happen sometimes, obviously, if you're shooting a wide range of stuff as a professional photographer, there's some consistency in the in the quality of the images that you produce each time. Whereas, say, for someone who's an enthusiast photographer, there might be areas of photography where they don't, they're not consistent because they're not doing it all the time. I mean, you can imagine if you were, say, a motorsport photographer and you were just out every Every week you're at a racetrack somewhere and you're photographing cars and you you know you you got your panning technique down pat so you take these amazing panning shots and then you have an enthusiast photographer who takes amazing you know um, landscapes and done some beautiful portraits and then maybe go and one weekend decide to go to the local motor track and then struggles to get some really cool panning shots again it's not it's not that you're failing as a photographer it's just saying that you know basically you know you haven't 
it's like anything, any discipline, and photography is no different, is that the more effort you put in and the more times you do something, a whole range of things kick in. You know, muscle memory is a big thing that, you know, once you do something and you can master it, quite often your body can retain those actions that you need, like for things like for panning. You know, there's a whole lot of things. It's like a golf swing, you know, like once people learn how to swing a golf club, they can then go and swing the golf club and they can hit the ball and they can get kind of to a very consistent hit of the ball and, you know, that's just done from muscle memory. And photography is very similar with a lot of different disciplines of, you know, holding the camera, like I said, particularly in stuff like motorsport or sports where you're panning and you're, or you're moving the camera around quite rapidly, trying to keep track of the action, that the more you do it, obviously the better you're going to get at it. So it's not like if you go and do it for the first time and you're kind of, you know, the pictures don't really come out the way you want. Um, you're not a bad photographer. That's not that's not it. It's just that for that particular but that particular um subject, you just need to work, you need more practice. And and it's like the go back to the pastry cook analogy where someone they bake their first cake and it comes out of the oven, it looks amazing, and then within seconds the cake collapses in the middle. Um and it looks terrible. And you think, Oh, I know, I've ruined it. Um but then you realise that you know when you you didn't sieve the flour enough or you didn't beat the mixture enough, you didn't get it aerated enough to put enough air into the cake to hold it up or whatever. And and as you so the cake probably will taste fine, but it might look good. But you're straight away saying, "Oh, I'm not I'm not very good at this. Like I've ruined this cake." But when you think about it, it's about practice. So then the next time you cook the cake, you try and maybe try a different technique or you you know you you beat for a bit longer or you do something else um maybe it's you know your position you put it in the oven and it dried it out too much you didn't have the and and that's one of the challenges with um with baking in, in ovens ovens can be quite different so people get get to know their own oven so they can actually you know know exactly the best spot to put things to to cook them to in a particular way so again, it doesn't make that person a bad cook, just as it doesn't make a person a bad photographer if they can't kind of always nail something and get something completely perfect because um, that takes time, that takes practice. So I'm, you know, I'm thinking like, you know, if, if I said to you now, um, all the people listening, put up your hands, all the photographers out there listening, how many of you are going to put your hand up in the air and say, yes, I'm a photographer? And then if I said, okay, how many people now listening take photographs? And you know, you're all gonna say yes, I take photographs. I'd like you to really think about, like I said, that, that the idea about what is a photographer? Who is a photographer? Are you a photographer? Am I a photographer? You know, sharing a little bit of, I suppose, a personal light bulb moment that many, many years ago, I had that all that self doubt. I didn't think. My photography was very good. I didn't think I could take very, you know, pictures and I never considered myself a photographer, so I never used the word photographer. And then I had a kind of a, I suppose, a, a moment of of some images I talk and then someone said something about them and, and I thought, well, that person's actually really knows what they're talking about. Like that's, and they're actually saying these are actually okay. Like, wow, what's going on here? <laughs> And then I started to really think about my relationship with the word um, photographer. And I kind of started to, like I said, rethink it. And then I came around to the point where I thought, well, actually, you know what? 
I actually I am a photographer. That's what I do. I I go out and I've done it since I'm seven. I've been out photographing the world. It's something I love doing. It's something I do. I practice it. You know, um, every week I'm out shooting something somewhere. Sometimes it's 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 commercially. Sometimes it's just for purely for for my own pleasure. Um, but I'm out there shooting stuff, and I kind of understand the business side of it because the stuff that I shoot for money, you know, there's quite often there's things that you're asked to capture so you need to get those things and then typically you know again you're asked to the time frame that when people need to have these images and be able to kind of deliver that and do that so so I've re I suppose I've reinvented my thoughts around the word photographer and I'm very comfortable with the with the term photographer and I can remember once we were staying at this hotel and it was a fairly high profile hotel at the time there was a uh, big tennis tournament um, on and so there was actually quite a lot of the high profile players were actually staying at this hotel anyway there was people like Roger Federer and his family and that and we'd seen them you know in the lobby and different parts of the hotel while we were staying there anyway I'm sitting out the front we were we were waiting for um, a friend so we're sitting out the front and I had my camera and, you know, as soon, soon as you have a professional camera, you know, that back in the time that would have been a, I think it was probably a Canon 5D Mark III at the time with some, you know, would have had L-series lens on it. I'm sitting, we're sitting out the front waiting for some friends that were staying with us at the hotel and we were going to go do a bit of a walk. So I'm sitting there and then the next minute the security guard comes up to me and says, what are you doing? Oh, we're waiting for friends, and then point at the camera and says, "Why have you got that?" And and my wife just and before I could even before I I even responded because I was a little bit taken back. She turned around and said, "He's a photographer. That's why he's got a camera. That's that's why he's got it." And then she said, "Well, don't be go. We've got high profile people who don't go waving that all around the place." And I just thought to myself, "Okay, that's really interesting." Um, and I said, "Yeah, well, I I don't know that." Um, I'm really impressed by you, you know, the way you've approached us on this because you know we're guests of this hotel and I've actually got quite a few friends staying here with us at the moment. Then she, oh, you're a guest of the hotel? Yeah, I said yes, and then she kind of quickly cowered off and went away. But it was really interesting the way my wife just came straight in with that comment. He's a photographer, like of course he's going to have a camera. Like what's what are you what are you talking about? So it's kind of interesting that once you start, I suppose calling yourself a photographer, which at that point, that's what I very much would, when people ask what you do, I'd, well, you know, I'd, I'm a photographer and I do this and I do that and I do a number of different things, um, that your family and friends will actually then start to um, see you maybe differently and start saying, oh, yeah, 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 um, such and such. They're, yeah, they're a photographer. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. They do photography. And I think that's really cool if you can get yourself to that stage where you can actually overcome that those kind of challenges and barriers of, of you know who you think you are you know that type of stuff and like I said we all challenge we all struggle with it so it's not something that just um, you know just one or two people have this challenge I can tell you most photographers all struggle with this same same dilemma at some point about um, feeling that not they're not worthy but you know like I said I'm just continually blown away by the talent I see out there by people who Aren't making a, who aren't making a living out of photography. They're not, you know, charging money for it, but they're creating amazing images. 
and but they're coming up with really, I suppose, innovative ideas to shoot things. So they're kind of trying new things because there's kind of like there's no fear like of failing. Like it doesn't matter if you fail because you're not a professional, so I don't have to, you know, I don't have to do this. So that's really, like I said, interesting. I think that we all kind of can sit back and we can all think about where we sit in that scale of things of what type of photographers are we we're all photographers and we just have a different tag in front of us and that tag has nothing to do with the ability of your photography it's purely about how that photography may be used like whether it's used and sold professionally or whether it's used for your own personal your own personal satisfaction so look i hope this podcast today has got you thinking about your relationship and where you sit as a photographer and hopefully you'll start wearing the photographer badge with with pride and you know and um and feel worthy to be able to actually call yourself a photographer because like i said for you know most of the people i know they're more than worthy to carry that tag and 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 proudly i would introduce many of my friends to other people that don't know them is oh this is my friend he's a photographer this is my friend she's a photographer no hesitation whatsoever um, because I think we should embrace it. We should, you know, really embrace it, enjoy it, and have fun. As always, love bringing you these podcasts. Love trying to get people to think about different things. Um, if you enjoy the podcast, don't forget to jump on, have a look at our socials. If you're on a platform where you can subscribe to our podcast, by all means, we'd love you to subscribe. If you're on Apple, we'd love you to drop us some comments. We've um, haven't plugged this for a while, but great to be able to throw some comments in there if you if you like the podcast just leave us a, a bit of a rating if you like us or tell us what you'd like us to improve um always like i said we're, we're happy to hear your feedback one way or the other and um but look until next podcast enjoy your photography and uh talk to you real soon see ya That's all for this episode this week. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment and don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and social media sites. Remember, photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn. Safe and happy shooting, everyone. Safe and happy shooting, everyone.